please don't let it be true. Please do not let this be true. I just read a crazy story about AJ Johnson. AJ Johnson, the really funny comedian who you know from movies like Friday and stuff like that. And and uh, I was sitting in the airport and I was reading TMZ and found that AJ Johnson's wife apparently is, uh, she's pretty furious right now at all the people that are giving what she calls fake love, uh, who are saying that they miss him, saying that they love him, but they're not contributing to the cost of his funeral. Uh, the family has a GoFundMe account. They were trying to raise $20,000. I think they raised about 800, maybe less than a couple grand, which is kind of surprising. But what really surprised me, I'm going to be honest, what really surprised me was that you had this internationally recognized celebrity whose family is only going to be able to bury him with a GoFundMe. So I'm going to talk about A.J. Johnson a little bit, but not so much talk about A.J. Johnson as much as talking about this situation and what I'm seeing here from my perspective. So buck up your seatbelt, hit the thumbs up button, hit the thumbs up button right now. We're going to get started on the Black Financial Channel right now. Hey, good morning, good morning. Welcome to the Black Financial Channel. That's theblackfinancialchannel.com. My name is Dr. Boyce Watkins. I'm your friendly neighborhood finance professor. On the Black Financial Channel, we are obsessed with black wealth and black economics and closing the racial wealth gap. And we talk about wealth every single day, sometimes as much as 10 times a day, because we just flat out crazy up in here. And the condition is that you have to be B1. We want you to care about your community. B1 means you're black first. That means that you put your community at the top of your priority list. You put your family at the top of the priority list. You ain't like these Negroes out here trying to go save the world. You got to save yourself before you can save the world. Also, we believe in the future of our children. B1 children will lead the world. They will lead the world in economics and wealth building by the year 2070. This is a 60-year plan. We are in year 10, and everything's going according to uh, expectations. So if you agree with the B1 philosophy, put, put a hashtag B in the number one in the chat, hashtag B1. All right, so hit the thumbs up button. Let, let me talk about this for a second. Uh, how many of you, give me a yes or no, how many of you know about A.J. Johnson? If you remember A.J. Johnson and all the movies he was in, uh, give me a yes or no if you're familiar with him and the fact that he died. And I want to start off by saying uh, R.I.P. to him and his family, R.I.P. and condolences to, to his family. Um, A.J. Johnson's been in a lot of good movies, um, uh, movies like I Got the Hookup. He was in Friday. He was in I Got the Hookup Part 2, The Players Club, Hitting It, Menace to Society, Roscoe's House of something, Ros maybe Roscoe's House of chicken or something i don't i don't see the rest of the name here repose house party uh holiday heartbreak baps frat house house party three hot boys 5k1 foolish baby boy the great white hype the list goes on and on and on he was even in panther he was even in panther so aj johnson has been in a lot of movies aj johnson has been um known for a very long time. Uh, A.J. Johnson was incredibly talented and very good at what he did. And so uh, I want to start off by making it real clear that uh, I am not here in any way to step on the grave of A.J. Johnson. Uh, I am not. I want to make it clear. I am not here to disrespect the legacy of A.J. Johnson. Uh, I am not here to uh, further humiliate the family of A.J. Johnson. They're going through enough I am not here to add to uh, the pressure and the pain that they're feeling. 
in fact, I'm not even really here to talk about AJ Johnson. I'm really here to talk about you. I want I want to talk about you. I want to ask y'all a question right now. Do me a favor. Um, answer this for me. Give me a yes or no. If you died today and you just and you did not you went you took a nap and didn't wake up, does your family have life insurance? If you died today, would uh, your family be able to bury you without a GoFundMe account or without using their own money? Give me a yes or no. How many of you, let's just be honest. Let's just, let's come to the altar right quick. I'm going to ask you all that question. If you died today, would your family be able to bury you without a GoFundMe account? Okay, I see a lot of yeses from Paula and Mark, Mark Parker and Nita J and Victoria and Jimmy Davis and and uh, Mishan Hall and Marvin Hill. Okay, I see a lot of yeses, and I see a lot of I see a lot of yeses, and I I saw a few noes, and I appreciate the people who answered the question honestly, whether your answer was yes or no. Um, so here's the thing that I think we have to understand. This is real basic stuff. You probably know this, but I'm going to remind you of something that is important for you to understand for us to acknowledge right now the grim reaper does not make a typically make appointments um the grim reaper doesn't typically give you a courtesy call to say hey yo look hey i'm I'm gonna roll through next wednesday about five o'clock and um i need you to go ahead and take the week to uh to get your affairs in order i need you to make sure your baby mama's good make sure your kids and everybody's gonna be straight that they could pay for your funeral. Hey, so go ahead and handle all your business because I'm coming in Wednesday at five o'clock. Um, so uh, it's going to be a heart attack. It's going to be a heart attack. And uh, so it won't be too painful. But yeah, that's what's going to go down. Like the Grim Reaper does not do that. The Grim Reaper doesn't give warning shots. Typically, not in some cases you get lucky, right? You know, sometimes you, you luck out and you know what's going to happen before it happens and you can make arrangements. But in many cases, the Grim Reaper does not care how busy your schedule is. The Grim Reaper does not care how many people depend on you. The Grim Reaper does not care um, about the fact that you're trying to get your little situation in order. Uh, the Grim Reaper does not care that you are the number one breadwinner in the house. The Grim Reaper takes you out and then there's like nothing but complete chaos. Now, you know, here's the deal. And again, this is not, I'm not even speaking about AJ Johnson anymore um, because I don't want this to be about AJ Johnson. This is not a gossip fest right now. I'm not here to gossip about A.J. Johnson's life. What I'm here to really talk about is manhood. I'm here to talk about manhood. You know, um, you're a grown-ass man. You got children who depend on you. You got a woman that depends on you. And I'm not, and I'm talking to the women too. If if the women are in this category, then then this is for you also. But let's just keep it 100. The, the, The black women aren't really the ones who typically do that, right? You know, the black women, you know, y'all got the same spirit as my grandma Felicia. When my grandma Felicia died, we didn't have to worry about money because she had her insurance totally paid up. Credit score was like 810. (laughs) Uh, Money in the bank, car paid off, house paid off, instructions well written out in extreme detail, all the way down to the fact that she wanted to be buried in a cardinal red dress because she was a fan of the Louisville Cardinals until she died. Shout out to my home city of Louisville. So so a lot of y'all, a lot of the women, you know, y'all got my grandma Felicia's spirit in you where you were kind of trained and prepared and stuff like that. 
it's really I'm talking about the kind of the brothers, right? I'm talking about the fact that maybe maybe it's the fatherhood crisis in our community uh, that that's caused this issue where a lot of brothers didn't grow up like this. The women got, had the fortune of having a a same gender role model in the house who taught you what it meant to be a woman. You had your mama right there, maybe not your daddy, but you had your mama kind of tell you to stand up straight, pull your dress down, do your homework, all that, right? A lot of the guys didn't have that from their father, right? Their father was not there. So maybe it's the fatherhood crisis. Maybe it's uh, the fact that you live in a country that has, uh, has been determined to keep the black man as a little boy or as a little girl. Right. The more feminine you are, the more childlike you are, the more likely you are to be successful. That's why most of the Negroes you see on TV are either, uh, you know, entertainers or athletes or, uh, or or immature or they're wearing dresses like Lil Nas X. Right. So maybe that's what it is. Maybe it's the maybe it's the, 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 the hip hop culture. Right. Which which teaches everything a black man needs to know about how to be as irresponsible as possible. You ain't supposed to respect women. You ain't supposed to respect your body. Drugs and alcohol are a good thing. You know, giving your money away to white people is what you do. First thing, first chance you get when you get a, you get somebody, you luck out, get a hundred grand, you go take it down to Jake, the jeweler, you make his family rich. Right. So, so you have a lot of this, right. You know, it ain't, it's not uncommon to go through Instagram and see somebody flexing, you know, with a big pile of money in front of him. Right. But what is interesting, whatever's going on, there's this weird thing that happens where, Brothers are not necessarily encouraged to handle your business. You know, brothers are not. There's something that happens. I, I tell you, as a 50-something-year-old black man, I'm not A.J. Johnson's age. I'm 50. He's 50. He was 55. But I kind of feel like when you, like, at that stage in that age, every ounce of your business should be handled. You know, um, so so what what I will say to you is this. Here, here's the deal. Look, um. I, you have to ask yourself this question. If uh, let me, if I give me a yes or no, I'm gonna ask y'all a question in, in the chat because I because I don't want to be too mean right now. I'm not. Y'all know how I get. I don't want to be a mean guy. If you died tomorrow and your family had to go on the internet, if they had to go on GoFundMe and beg people on GoFundMe, strangers to pay for your funeral, would that be embarrassing to you? Give me a yes or no. Would that be embarrassing to you? How would you feel? Would you, would you feel like that would be okay? Or would you feel like, hey, that you know, what's going on? And, and, and I see some people saying that Ice Cube should step up and pay for AJ's funeral. Um, I know Ice Cube, and I don't know what their relationship is. But when you're 55 years old, another 50-year-old man should not be your daddy. Uh, Ice Cube is not AJ Johnson's father. He is not. In fact, even his father should not have to pay. You've been in... 50 movies or something you've had a 30-year career you you, funerals are a few thousand dollars yes but a grown man can pay for his own funeral and so so i'm not here to diss him i'm certainly not here to because aj johnson i mean he just died right so that's a real sensitive right i don't want to be mean at all i'm not trying to be mean what i'm saying is come on man handle your business these life insurance policies don't call shit they don't cost nothing compared to the money I see brothers spending on Gucci and and nice cars. If you drive in a car with four wheels on it, you can afford to have life insurance. If you're paying rent to that white man for that apartment you got, you can afford to buy life insurance. A lot of these term life policies are not that expensive.
they're not that expensive. And 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 so so you know, I, I would just say to you, let's take a moment and reassess the culture. How is it that we have so many celebrities, so many people that have so much money that are dying and their families can't even handle the basics? Here's another thing you might want to do. This is just a little tip for me to you. Again, this is not about AJ Johnson, it's more about you. Um Understand this, if you die tomorrow and, and your woman is dependent on you, let's say you got a you know a nice ride or die and she you ain't married her, you know, but you got three kids together and all that. Well, first of all, we know from DMX's situation, the courts do not recognize the ride or die. The courts do not care how many bullets you took for this man, the courts don't care uh how many how how you stuck with him while he was locked up. The courts don't care about how you, how his other kids see you as, as a substitute mama. The courts don't recognize any of that. The courts recognize legal marriages. I'm not telling anybody to get married. This is not, I'm not, I am not the minister of marriage. But what I am trying to explain to you is that there is a way you handle shit when you are a grown-up. And the other thing, too, is that if you have one person that is the primary breadwinner and they die tomorrow, even if you you have things like insurance in place, understand the rent is still due on Tuesday or the mortgage is still going to be due next week, right? Even they, you know, sure, somebody died, but those bills are still due. So, so does your woman have the uh, password to get into your bank account in case something happens to you? So go create a file right now of all the critical information that you would want other people to have in case you died tomorrow. It, it could be everything down to access to your Facebook account or whatever it is you want somebody else to have. Imagine if you were dead right now and you can't speak. Dead people don't talk. Dead people can't come back. God don't send, ain't going to send you back for, for a couple hours so you can go handle your business. Right? No, no, they got I need a I need a do over guy. Can can you uh can you I just need like 30 minutes, man, to go down and just make sure I tell my no no no. There are no do-overs, right? Once you're dead, you're you're gone. It's over. So ask yourself, if I was gone right now, what information would I want somebody else to have? And I want you to get on a computer and I want you to put all that information in a file and I want you to give it to a couple of people that you really trust. People that you know are not going to betray you, that are not going to use that information against you and make sure they have that so that they can instantly get access to your resources. Do you understand this? Let me explain to y'all something. Probably about 20 billion or more per year is given away from people that have accounts that they never told anybody about when they were alive. Did y'all know that? That if you got you got a stash account, you got a Acorns, you got a Coinbase, you got a uh, an E Trade, you have a Bank of America account. Do you understand that that there is no system where they can just type your name in and find out where all of your money's at? Where all your cryptos at, right? So, so you got to make a list of that for the people that you love, and say, here, look, here's how you log into my Coinbase. If anything happens to me, babe, you can log in here and you can get that money. Because here's the thing, I'm gonna, here's the point I'm going to make to you right now. I'm speaking to grown men only. I'm speaking to the grown ass people. I'm not talking to the children. Talk to the grown ups. If you really love that woman, if you really love your kids, if you really love your family, you don't just take care of them while you're alive. You take care of them after you're gone. A man takes care of his family in both life and in death. In fact, I have a bag, a bag with information in it on my estate plan, on my insurance policies, on my bank accounts, 
all of that information is together. I told Alicia, I said, baby, if something happens to me, if I get killed in a car wreck, go to the bag and open up the bag and everything that you need to pay the bills that month is in that motherfucking bag. So do you have a motherfucking bag? That's what I ask you. Do you have a bag? Do you have a place where the people you love can go and get what they need because you ain't going to see. No disrespect to nobody. I'm not dissing nobody. I swear to God. But I, y'all know me. I get passionate. I got to tell the truth. You ain't never going to see me die and have people talking about we raising money on GoFundMe to pay for Boyce's funeral. I'm not going out like a sucker. That's a, not, I'm, Again, I'm not dissing any of these guys that died. Maybe it's because nobody ever taught them. And But you don't have no excuse. Maybe they have an excuse. Maybe A.J. Johnson has an excuse. Maybe nobody ever had this conversation with him. But I'm having this conversation with you, and I'm talking to all the grown-ups in the room, all the real men in the room. Handle your business, please. Handle your damn business. If you love that woman and you love those children, you will handle your business. Give me a yes in the chat if you understand what I am saying. Give me a yes. The Grim Reaper does not make appointments. He shows up, blows everything up. And a man who's leading his family properly is not going to have complete chaos break out because suddenly he's gone and there's a void and nobody knows what to do. Everybody's scrambling. Nobody knows how to get things done anymore because the person they depended on is gone. Don't do that to your family, please. All right, guys, I got to go. I'm actually in the airport now. Alicia's waiting for me, so I got to get up out of here. But hit the thumbs up, share, subscribe button. And also, um, as a reminder, don't forget, we got the All Black National Convention coming up at the end of October. And that's where we're handling business for the whole black community. We have a whole. To real estate, et cetera, That's the URL on the screen, allblacknationalconvention.com. And then um, also tonight um, at 830, we're doing the Dr. Boyce Book Club. And so if you want to uh, come to, we're reading Black Labor, White Wealth by Dr. Claude Anderson. It's totally free to the community. You can go to blackkeystogreatness.com if you'd like to register for the book club. That's blackkeystogreatness.com. All right. Have a good day, everybody. God bless you. I'm out of here. And um, uh, and oh, one more thing I should mention to you. Uh, there is a black insurance person that I've worked with for many years named Yolanda Spivey that I love to death. And uh, you can go to the blackinsurancenetwork.com if you want to talk to Yolanda. the Black Insurance Network.